today's episode, we're going to be talking about taking charge of the exam room, be giving some examples of how patients try to dictate how their exams are going to go, what we should do for them. They come in with, I want this, this, and this, and you're going to do that and nothing else when we're the doctors and we know what is best for them. So we're going to be giving some examples of those incidents and how we've overcame those problems and also just tips and tricks for new grads and how to make sure you remain confident when giving exams when you first start out um, and how to take control of your exam room. To the end of the day, everything that you do does fall back on you and only you and your license. And that's what you worked so hard for and are an optometrist for. All right, so we're going to get it started and listen up. <laughs> hey, look, man, patience. patience. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, patience. And really, hey, just record all this because we really, we started right now. But look, <laughs> like at the end of the day, patients really be be trying it for real. Who gonna check me, boo? And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out for the life of me where, where the culture, where that culture came from, where um, they felt like that, you know, you know what I mean? Like you could come in and just kind of dictate, you know what I'm saying? Like, like dictate how you expect that exam to go, right? Where I could tell you to do something and you're like, nah, I'm not doing that. Nah, let's do it this way. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know, man. Like it, it's really confusing to me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's come to a point where it's almost as if you just kind of like, you scratch your head and you're like, okay. So you really want me to do my job? And I could actually make you see better? Than what yeah, you, you know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some patients, you know, are like, oh, you're, you know, you're the doctor, you know what I'm saying? You tell me what, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you tell me what I should do, I'm gonna do it. They're like, yes or no, sir, I'm gonna do it. And I'm like, yeah, 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 for sure. But then the other ones are just like, they come in like, yeah, so this was my other prescription. So uh, why does my prescription have to change? Um, what do you, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? What, what are yeah, you here baby. for again? And, yeah. and, and, it's, and a lot of it is like, it kind of it kind of it kind of frustrates you in a way because you're you're trying to figure out like how do you always address that elephant in the room? You know what I'm saying? How how do we constantly, you know, attack this issue? You know what I'm saying? And my my thing is like, is this something that all ODs face? Because sometimes I feel like when you go back to t traditionally, you know, the the OD was an old white male. It seems like there's a little bit more credibility that they that they hold and carry that nobody really questions them, and it, and it seems like when it comes to even when they're wrong, that's yeah. wrong. I guess started in there. Keep it this yeah. going. What gets me sometimes is I'll be the one that told you about X Y Z was going on with your eyes, but they yeah. seem to all remember the male physician or you know the male optometrist. Yeah working with and I'm like no actually it was me who told yep. you like mm -hmm. you didn't like so I it, it does go and that again even a female aspect of it like how we're maybe not viewed as far as having as much control in our exam rooms because they're like oh well she's the woman like she doesn't maybe know as much as this man they don't have that dominance of taking over the exam room like this guy can control the exam room so i kind of feel that in a woman's standpoint they ain't looking at us like that sometimes like oh she knows what she's doing so they're shocked to you to be honest like you'll see their contact and they'll be like i can see better really yeah i was right like what do you like i think i know what i'm doing like i didn't yeah. i didn't think you knew what you were doing before i, I wasn't sure if this was gonna work 
or or hold on, this this one's good too to sign to to go off of yours. Or they give you the fact check. You did your entire exam, and at the end you give them the the diagnosis, you give them the the, the treatment, the assessment, the plan. You give it to them all, and they say, "Yeah, that's what my lab doctor said too. Yeah, yeah, he said something about cataracts too. Yeah." Okay, yeah. okay, Doc, you guys are lining up. You get that feeling with like, all right, I didn't need his fact check to do my <laughs> yeah, to do yeah. They, they, they try to right, they try to they try to make sure you you credible. They try to verify you right. through, the, through their last OD. And that's like, hold on now, this we we starting fresh, <laughs> brand new. You know what I mean? Brand like, new. You know, I I, I don't know, and, and I'm, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's based on, and I and I'll kind of pick on you, Cortez, to kind of get your perspective, but. I don't know if that's because we're not running the show in our modes of practice because like you run your show and have you experienced any type of um, situation where patients are trying to control whether it be your exam or, or your, your assessment or your treatment or your plan about how you go about what you do? I would say, yeah, it happens probably at least, at least a couple of times a week. This is a very common thing that happens, you know, whether you're, not in the private practice so much because if they come to the private practice, they know they're going to see you. They know what they're coming from. I've had patients call today that I saw them in another location. They're calling me to ask about a diagnosis I gave for a cataract somewhere else. Hey, doc, do you think I really need that upgraded lens? Or hey, doc, they're about to take send me over here. What do you think? They're calling me at my practice yeah. about something I diagnosed and sent out from another place. So they'll find you if they really trust you and they want to be a part of, of, of your practice and growing. So I would say, yes, I do experience it, but I'm very firm. I'm like, hey, you know, this is what I found. Uh, we did the whole exam. I was very thorough. You can always get a second opinion. That's, that's big on me. Like, hey, if you don't feel confident in what I did, or you're just unsure, even though the exam went smoothly, I encourage you to go get a second opinion. There's a such and such place here, there's a place here, but you're not gonna tell me what to give you. What I do, I do give two options. When it comes to contact lenses and things, I give them the best option I can give them and I give them what they're used to wearing. And I say, hey, I'm gonna write both of these on the chart. You know what you had, I'm gonna recommend this. You can try this out for a week or two and you let me know towards the end what you think. I'll write a prescription for both and you make a decision how you want to spend your money. But if they're a, a contact lens patient, they, they've been doing this for years, they've been wearing the same lens, if they are happy with it, I don't force them to switch it. They're happy. What yeah. about the parent that comes in with their child that's just starting to wear contacts and they don't pass their class and they're like, oh, well, I know, I wear contacts, I'll just do it at home. Not, not for it's not a hard for me. I said, I need to see you put them in and take them out successfully before you can leave here with them. And if we can't get it done within 30 minutes, if it's taking an hour, hey, we need to That's reschedule good. for another visit. We need to try yeah. this another time because the eye is bloodshot red. I let you poke yourself a million times. We're not, I'm not sending you home with that. So your parents are going to be mad. And then I might get that review later that said, the doc didn't No, it's just I'm doing proper care and you didn't like the judgment call I made and now you have to go lash out. But then that's just, that's part of, that's part of the game. Right. I'll take it a step further. For kids, new teenagers, young kids, like I'll go and fire only put them in daily contact and parents always push back. That's too expensive. But my other kid wears these contacts or I wear these contacts. Well, I didn't see your other kid. I didn't start your other kid in contact. If your kids didn't get contacts from me, from my practice with my name on it, they're going to be daily wear contact because that's what I believe in for kids. Like parents are going to push back on your decisions, but you have to stand firm on what you believe in, what you believe is 
healthiest. And that's my job as a doctor. If you don't like it, okay, find a different doctor. But that's just how I feel about it. You know, it's funny that, that, that you bring up a good point because, I mean, if you're 13 and you want to wear contact lenses and you're like an athlete or something, it's a lot of the, you know, it is recommended for you to go daily. But that speaks to like a, a compromise sometimes. Like there's there's moments sometimes we compromise on things. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I'll go ahead and go, I'll go ahead and go a monthly, you know, monthly for them just because I know they, it's a little bit more affordable for them or two week for them because I know it's a little bit more affordable, even though I know, man, you know, really this 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 kid should should probably be in, in a daily. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if the daily is so out of their budget, they personally, the parent doesn't done wear dailies, they wear monthlies or two weeks and they're like, I don't see why I can't. And, and that speaks to like that, hey, look, when you when you give your recommendation and when you give your treatment plan or whatever it is, you know, you're putting everything on the line to say that, you know, you're putting your license on the line. When you, Whenever we do what we do and when we say what we say, we don't say it frivolously, we don't say it you know, we sit very cautiously with a lot of with, with a lot of fear and trembling because we understand that like eyes are on the line, health is on the line. You know what I mean? And and it just goes to show that like even in a situation like that, you're you're not bending. You're very like, nah, I know this kid needs to be in a daily. Even if the patient's, I mean, even the patient's parent is kind of pushing back, you're standing firm on that because I found myself many times kind of going the other way and saying, let me appease the patient, make them a little bit more happier, just to kind of get them in that contact lens so we can still make that sale. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. We- think of it though it is I mean they are medical devices so there has to be some form of standard of care there or you know again you are putting yourself at risk of you know your license and all that so when we say oh it's not technically against the law it's just more a standard of care I mean you don't want to develop an ulcer either and you don't want to be liable if this person pokes themselves in the eye and you know mm-hmm. is calling right. you get their contact out so right. you and really ground in these instances because mm-hmm. if not you're yourself at further liability mm-hmm. right and kind of and kind of the reason why for, for maybe somebody who may not understand what we're talking about you know to you know to sign it maybe break down why we would say we want to put somebody because some people might listen to this and say yeah well, i don't know what the big deal is you talk about how like a kid like the propensity for a kid to to, to put bacteria directly on their eyes and you know, talk about that a little bit more because you do do that. So, let me take an example. So, like, would you trust your kid to like brush your teeth, clean your car, like do your laundry? Like, do you trust your thirteen-year-old son to clean your stuff as clean as you clean your stuff? Probably not. The same thing with contacts. Like, do you trust your kid to clean your contacts where you put your contacts in your eye? No. Most adults already have really bad contact lens care habits, right? And so I don't want the parents to pass on their poor habits to the kid because it's a lot harder for you to break a bad habit than to just go ahead and start off with fresh, good habits and never start bad habits. So for kids, if you're wearing a daily disposable contact, one, a new contact lens wearer isn't going to wear their contacts every single day because it takes them a lot longer just to put them in every morning. And so once you're in dailies, they're going to probably wear the contacts maybe like once or twice a week for the first couple of months and like build up to wearing them every day because they get better at it. Mm-hmm. And so every time they're putting the contact in their eye, it's a fresh contact lens. They don't have to worry about, oh, I fell asleep in it, or oh, I don't know how long it's been sitting in solution, or oh, it fell on the floor. Let me like clean it or not clean it and put it in my eye. Right, because oh, my eyes Because what's a thirteen-year-old like, gonna do? It's gonna fall on the floor and they're gonna say, oh well, and they just gonna look at it and be like, or they're gonna eat hot Cheetos. They're gonna eat hot Cheetos. They're gonna eat hot Cheetos and they're gonna be doing, you know. Like, cause they just don't, or they're gonna be playing like sports 
and they're going to be touching the ground and grass yeah. and dead basketballs. Was it that was in the middle that of the was, game? That was James the, Harden. That was no, that was, oh, oh, lick, licked it? Oh, I don't, hold on. Who licked they, it? They, they licked it. Who was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Cortez, who was that? Hey, I, I, I know the, I vaguely remember. I'm trying to get I, it. Oh, oh, boy, it's from. Draymond. Draymond, hey, put, hey, 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 put Draymond, Draymond Green face up. Hey, put his face up oh, right now. We, put his come face to up. The, I'm going to put some arrows. Hey, right come here. to the altar. Come to the altar, man. Hey, come to the front of, come to the, front of the congregation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't ever do them <laughs> like that again. But that Don't goes on to say, that's just the point. That's just the point. Like, so adults have bad conduct on habits, right? So, like. I don't want the parent to pass on their bad habits to their kids. So I feel like if I stand firm in saying that, no, your kid has to be in daily disposable contacts, they'll listen to me because they're not going to get another prescription, right? And then next year, if I see that they were compliant, they didn't have eye infections, like everything ran pretty smoothly, then I may consider changing it into a planned replacement lens. May, depending on how it went. But for the first time, contact lens where that's what I do in my practice. And I'm very firm on that, even when I get parent pushback, which I do. I don't change it. That even goes for like kids who wear contacts and don't own glasses. That's a whole nother issue too. Mm. Like your kid or even an adult, but really a kid, you cannot just have contacts and not have glasses. Like Thank I will you. not give somebody a prescription for contacts if I know they don't have glasses and I know the parent will not buy them glasses and they'll just buy them contacts. Like Thank I you. won't do that. A minus six and like, cannot be with nothing. But you have no backup pair of glasses. So you just rock, walk around blind when you don't have your contacts. Or what? they just don't take their contacts out ever. Yeah. Like, like ever. I can't, I, like, <laughs> like, it, ever. It, really it really bugs me when adults don't have a backup pair of glasses. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it really it bugs me. Like, what are you doing? And then they come, they want to get, you know, they got an infection. I got a treat now because they, 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 they abuse their contact lens. And they're still asking me for a trial because they're they minus five. Yeah, so they're still asking me for a trial to give them so that they can still get home. And it's just like, yo, <laughs> yo, we talked about this, son. Well, they're we, mad because we you talked say, about you can't this. Wear I need your glasses, son. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not okay. That's not okay. Do you feel? Do y'all feel as far as like how patients kind of take over our exams at times? Do you feel that happens with other professions? I think it do. I think we have like the the Google MD generation where everyone will Google their symptoms. Like, oh, I have this problem. Google said I need this medication and I know my insurance will cover this. So I want this, this, and this. When they could be completely wrong, but like they come in saying like, I have this, I need this medication. I need you to write the prescription. I don't care what you say. This is what I want. And I feel like that's the generation that we're in. It may happen to us a little bit more because we're selling we are also like selling medical devices, whereas contacts and glasses, but I, I think it happens now more often than it used to. What do y'all think? I'll ahead. tell you this. So my you know, my brother's a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, he 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 recommends X. You know, in dentistry, you get the option to choose if you want to go through if if you need a root canal, you need a root canal, but no one's gonna no one's gonna force you to get it if you don't want it, right? Mm -hmm. So he's going to say, I recommend X. You're going to say, I want to do Y. This is the thing, right? So if you, uh, if you're a patient and you go against what a doctor tells you to do, you just have to be ready and willing to kind of deal with the consequences. So I think it does happen to a lot of professions where 
you know, and I know MDs and all the people who will try to push back on what doctors say. Um, but I think it, that's kind of where it stops. I think it stops with pushing back, <clears throat> for example, hey, I think we should go ahead and start you on uh, amylodipine and losartan, uh, and then we need to give you some lisinopril as well for this, but let's go ahead and start you at this dosage and this, and, and right here and do this. And the patient may say, oh man, a doc, I really don't want to use medications. Can I, can I diet and exercise or can we do another way or something? And, and in those situations that happens, you know what I mean? What mm -hmm. I'm talking about is like, patients sit here and say like, nah, like give me the old right. prescription I had. I don't like, it's like, that's like, it's a, it's a level of disrespect when it comes <laughs> to optometry. It ain't just, it ain't just regular pushback like, oh doc, you know what I'm saying? Can we, no, 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 this is like, nah, like I'm not, I don't like, no, give me my contact lenses. I don't care if I'm sleeping in them. I don't care, I'm going, matter of fact, they tell you to your face, I sleep in my lenses give my contact lenses, right? They, like it's a certain level of like, <laughs> there's no regard for what, you know what I'm saying? And that, that's the thing. So please, if you're a patient, if you, you go see an eye doctor, you know, show them a little bit of, you know what I'm saying? Put some respect on that because, you know, it, at the end of the day, you know, they do know what, you know, is best for your eyes. And even though you may disagree with it at times, please take heed, man. But they do you think well. because we bend too much, right? So hey, yeah. I mean, so, we yeah, bend hey, too much, yeah. so. Like saying like, okay, you sleep in your daily contact lenses. I'm not writing a contact lens prescription at the end. Like, and they're gonna be mad, but okay. I'm not writing a contact lens prescription. If you don't have a prescription, you can't buy contact. Well, guess what, Susanna? But guess what? We, we, we need to sell. We need, we need to sell. You see Although, what I'm saying? Person... I, need you to buy, I, I need you to buy them <laughs> contacts. I need, the, I need you to buy that. So I'm gonna bend a little bit. For That's the, money, the problem though. For the, for the money, money talks, money. money because he, because you're gonna say, you're gonna bang the gavel, you're gonna say, nah, 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 you ain't getting contacts. And guess what they're gonna take with their money? They're gonna take their money and they're gonna come bring it to me, the person that's gonna bend and give them what they, you see what I'm saying? So our, our profession is money um, based. Like we gotta make, like we sell products, we gotta make money in order to make our businesses run. You know what I'm saying? So in dentistry or in medical school, they, they sell their services. Their services is what, they're selling. They're not, you know what I'm saying? So a dentist is like, look, I'm not selling you any equipment. I'm selling you what I can do. <laughs> do you want me to do this procedure on you or not? You know what I'm saying? So that that that's the difference. We we over here, you know what I'm saying? So the, the respect level it starts to decrease because they got a little bit more leverage because they, you know, we, they, they got the money and we 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 need to make a sale. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, but I'm, I still hold for hope prescriptions. I'll be honest, I do. You do that. If, you're, if your eyes jacked up, you're not getting contacts. I, 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 I do it on diabetics. I do it on diabetics. I do it on diabetics. What if they got a bunch of infiltrates, y'all? Y'all. If if anything on your cornea is jacked up, you're not no getting contacts. You're, start, you're getting started on medication, and I'll, we will read you your contacts at a later date. That's mm. how I am. Like any anti, like any issues with the front part of your eyelids jacked up size everywhere like yeah 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 when it comes to a health concern when it comes to a health concern not not not, not don't when it comes to a health concern don't try it when it mm -hmm. comes to like just patient preference like nah give me my like i want this like give it to me no 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 but when it comes to like a health situation like yo like yo your health is in critical condition no 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 we don't play that you're not getting nothing we don't well, need the money that bad where's you can't you can't 
budge. You can't budge on the act of the two wear. Man, but you can what? know. But you can know. They don't, <laughs> hey, they don't be playing. They don't they, budge. And they say they're comfortable too. I know they ain't comfortable. You talking about act of the two? It's discontinued that, anyway. It's discontinued. They'll find a way to buy them though. Look, it's discontinued. They still coming here with the act yeah, They'll still buy them. They'll still buy them. They can find they find their ways. They find their ways. Because they can't buy them in office, but they'll find their ways to buy them. They will. And this yeah, is a PSA on. for everybody watching this podcast. If you're wearing contact lenses that have been discontinued, stop. Stop. If you're wearing contact lenses that you bought from a random website online, stop. Hold on, hold on. Don't do that. Don't. Don't 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 do that. Don't 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 start throwing out. All right, so who we gonna throw out there? Who we gonna throw under the bus? Who I'm not throwing anybody under specific bus? under the bus, but I've had patients come in with like random contacts that are like in Chinese from like UK something direct dot com. Like man, like I'm a, unknown. I'm gonna throw them under the bus. Hey, like, I'm a, just unknown. Them, unknown. Hey, don't let me. Stop. Hey, hold on now. I'm gonna start throwing something under Stop. the bus. Hold Go on. Ahead. Let me. Hey, let me look. Let me. <laughs> Let me do the, let me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah, hey, you, some of y'all you know, some, hey, look, like, some of them you know, know them who set, you are, so just They stop. know exactly who they are. Just stop. Like, <laughs> if you know your lenses are two-week disposable contacts, you wore them for, you wore the same ones for six months, stop, throw them you? away. Just stop. <laughs> just stop. It's not good for you. Like, you'll feel better. Just stop. Those are my PSAs for the night. I just like to throw that out there. Yes. There it is. <laughs> so what's, what's, what's more to the story, Michelle? If you are a new grad, take control of your examiner. <laughs> because the patients will take control of you if you don't. Oh, let you quick, quickly, that's quickly, <laughs> quickly. And you know what? And when you guess what? And when you're a new grad, you give them the whole world too, don't you? You give, you give hey, them the whole work. Hey, you can give them your heart and soul in the exam room, baby. <laughs> Yo, when you hey, when you a new grad, because you don't want no smoke when you a new grad, hey. yeah. <laughs> Yo, don't you don't want afraid. no smoke when you a new grad. So you make hey, someone. You, Yo, patient come through and check you. Yo, you don't right. want no smoke. You, you, hey, you hey, you got it, son. Because <laughs> We may feel like we have to satisfy the patient at all times. Like there will be times where you may not, you know, that patient just still isn't going to like you for whatever reason, because you took the initiative to stand your ground on a certain situation. Like what's Asani saying? If she's going to put a kid in a daily, I, you know, I, I'm not going to, you're not going to tell me what type of prescription to give you when clearly I know it could be better. Like it, there's just times where you're going to have those, you have to be confident in yourself and show those skills that you know what you're talking about. So that's definitely yeah. something that's a new grad you are going to encounter. <laughs> just know that, you know, everyone's not going to always be on your side when it comes to how you are going to handle situations and what skills you're going to bring to the table. Yeah. You have grad, to realize you, go ahead. Go ahead. Solo. I was going to say, don't, 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 don't let them steal all that minus from you. They don't need all that minus new grad. Right. Don't don't. They, I'm telling you. They, that, trust me. Anyway, oh, I gotta. I'm telling you, man. Look, trust me. New grads, they don't need all that minus. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, okay. son. 
Um, I'll just say, like, you know what you're doing. Like, you went through four years of school, optometry school, all your externships, passports. Like, you know what you're doing. Patients are going to question you. They're going to challenge you just because you look young, um, because you're a new grad, like, because you're new to them, because you're telling them something different they've never heard before, which I'm probably sure they have heard before, but they're going to ask if they've never heard it before. Like they're 50 years old and they need reading glasses. I've never heard that before. No one ever. Yes, they did. But <laughs> yes, look, they did. That's not high new. Look, high cholesterol, arc is ring, deep as can be. I ain't never heard of high cholesterol. <laughs> But you know what you're doing. Like, uh, how, 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 you know. dare the eye, how dare the eye doctor tell me I have high cholesterol? You know what I mean? Or diabetic really? patients, like just want to get contact, but best character 2080 because like macular edema. No, I'm not diabetic. I'm good. They know, and you, and you know they know. Like you know what you're doing, so just use your clinical judgment to the best of your ability and be a doctor. Patients aren't going to like you for being a good doctor. That's okay. But your license is on the line. So do right. what you know is right. Prescribe what you know is right and accurate. I mean, there can be some wiggle room. Like if you think they should be in a daily contact and they prefer to be in a monthly contact, okay, fine, whatever. But do what you know is right and do the best for the patient so you don't mess up their eyes because it's your license at the end of the day. Yeah. So if you guys liked what you heard, like this video subscribe to our podcast if you have any other funny patient stories or a patient tried to take over your exam room let us know we'd love to hear from you guys any mm. tips and tricks that you have for us to maybe gain better control of our exam rooms leave a comment below and tune into our next episode because this season has been very interesting it's about to get real spicy peace out y'all all right y'all peace, peace.